Well, Ulysses, the Rays did what they quite frankly absolutely had to do, and that was win the series against the Detroit Tigers, taking three out of four against them. The first series victory, first series win since the All-Star break. It needed to come, and let's talk about it. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Today's episode is brought to you by Vroom. With Vroom, you can buy a car entirely online and have it delivered straight to you so you never have to go to a dealership again. So next time you need to buy a car, just grab your phone, go to vroom.com and check out thousands of great cars. Well, as we mentioned, Ulysses, uh, the Rays took three of four over the Detroit Tigers on the road, which uh, they absolutely had to do. If they didn't do it, uh, I wasn't going to watch another Rays game the rest of the season. Uh, but the Rays on Thursday won by a score of 6-2. to two. They uh, won on Friday 5-3, to three, lost big time on Saturday 9-1, to one, and then shut out the Tigers on Sunday 7-0. to zero. It took them a while to get going, but uh, they uh, put the pedal to the metal, the, bo- uh, the top of the ninth inning on Sunday there. It got scary, though, because you lose that Saturday game and uh, – you're thinking, boy, that was that was rough to watch when you're seeing Yu Chang drop uh, 40 mile an hour, not even Ifa's pitches up there and getting swatted. It uh, it makes you think, well, Sunday better they better come out hot. And then tremendous pitching, uh, just by both sides, uh, tremendous defensive plays by both sides. I mean, Randy Rosarena taking that 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 home run away. That was, that was pretty impressive by Randy. I still think that Randy does not get enough credit um in the outfield. I know he was nominated for the Gold Glove last year, but I think that people forget he has a cannon for an arm and he can make highlight real catches easily. I mean, this guy is a good athlete, like a really good athlete. So, good to see him and finally, yeah, the implosion of Gregory Soto in the ninth, uh, one after another. And guys that have struggled, like Jose Siri and Yu Chang, you saw them kind of step up at the right time, uh, taking their walks, being patient. So overall, I think more good than bad, and that usually is going to happen when you win three games out of four. Right, and uh, yeah, Randy uh, also had a really good play over the weekend in foul territory, and we saw... I mean, we saw some good glove work from the Rays all around uh, at some points during the series. Uh, we also learned that the Rays uh, learned how to take a walk or showing the ability to take a walk as they drew a club record 13 walks on Friday. You would think that they would score more than five runs there, but hey, they still won that game and they did come back from a 3 nothing deficit mm-hmm. in that game. And I should also note this, um, that's one of the reasons why you go out and acquire a tested veteran like David Peralta, who with runners on base, two outs, count one, two, 
You need a run when you're down 3-0 in the fifth inning. You need to get the juices flowing. doesn't have to be a home run. Just base hit, up the middle, oppo, 96-mile-an-hour fastball. It, you know, I don't necessarily care what – I mean, I do care to, to some extent, but I think that when we look back at the Rays acquiring guys like Nelson Cruz and David Peralta and veterans of that ilk, we have to look beyond the – final line of what they did and, and looking at their stats on MLB.com or fan graphs or baseball reference. And what do they do in cr- uh, key critical moments in big situations? I think that is something that, you know, we have to focus more upon as opposed to the final line of, Oh, he only hit uh two thirty and had five home runs and uh seven twenty OPS in his 60 games with the race. Uh, 100% agree. I, I think that's one of the things that Miller Thomas, the host of Locked on Diamondbacks, stressed to me when we did our crossover was if there's runners in scoring position, if there's a time where you need somebody to have a really good professional bat and more often than not come up with with with, with a good hit, uh, with a good result, David Peralta is that guy. And, and uh, he's shown it. In one yeah. week, he has shown how good he is when you need a professional bat, when you need to kind of set the tone, when you either need to gear it up and get it started or to kind of at least finalize that that, that last punch uh, of the round to, to get the, those points, you boxing uh, fans out there. That's that's David Peralta. And so I, I, I appreciate what he has uh, given to the club in, in such a short time. But, I mean, you, you got to go up up and down the, the lineup with, with this weekend because I think you saw positive things from Taylor Walls, Yu Chang with a that you know what? I gotta give it to Yu Chang because when you when you smile that big after you hit a home run, like immediately after connecting that with with that ball that's going out, he I just I'm a fan of him. That's that's such a Brett Phillips type of of person, the the guy who's just happy to be a major leaguer like you can't believe it like i have pop i just went yard like that is such a cool relatable things for fans and maybe you're gonna see a little bit more yu chang um fans uh from from rays nation because that that was really cool don't look now but he's uh been killing it for the rays uh in his opportunities that he's gotten if you look at his numbers on the whole is he gonna keep it up probably not but again he's uh a piece that you need and can provide some value here and there. And another guy that really stepped up uh, as he's continued since returning from injury, Brandon Lau, we saw some big moments from him as well. And that's uh, what you're looking to see if you're the Tampa Bay Rays. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Anything else from uh, the series against the Tigers that you want to point out or notate? Jose Siri or Jose Siri is a tremendous, tremendous fielder. Like, my goodness, he is going to be fun to see him running down balls left, right, up, down, diagonally. Yeah. Uh, he is 
he has uh, given me Kevin Kiermaier 2015 vibes, like like just gliding, like BJ Upton, like he's he is special. He's special. The bat, though, if I am correctly uh, reading this, yes, since 12 of his first 18 at-bats, he had struck out. 12 out of his first 18 with the race. So a lot of whiff in his offensive game. So even right. though the glove is definitely there, let's let's hope he can pick it up with the, with, with the lumber because, you know, he, you can be as amazing as you are with the glove, but you got to provide at least something. And let's hope that taking that walk in the ninth inning uh, to keep the, the, the momentum on, on, on the race side with, with Soto struggling, let, let's hope that that might be the, the, the at-bat. Sometimes guys just need one good at-bat to you know get a little bit of confidence up. Maybe that, that'll be it for him because I think he needed that. I think the Rays need to see that he can be patient because I don't I don't know if you've if you've seen the swings, Kevin, but it's like swinging out of his shoelaces. Like the this is the thing, right? We don't know who Jose Siri is. He's a new player, so we need to kind of grow custom to who he is as a player. Yes, we knew Yandy Diaz had a launch angle problem, but even so. Race fans needed to learn that from him. They needed to like who he is as a player. And now you've seen after like four years, the love and appreciation for Yandy Diaz's game grow and grow. Jose Siri needs, we need to know who he is. Is he always swinging wildly? Is that who he is? Is he just going through a rough stretch? Again, we've preached patience for rookies. I think Siri might not be a rookie. Right. But I think patience should be awarded to him right yeah i think uh and kloski noted and not to say that they're gonna have forever but is he not the right-handed version of brett phillips as far as the swing and miss in the strikeouts um my advice would be in the off season and i know that i guess modern baseball isn't a big fan of this but got an athletic speedy guy learn to bunt even if you're a right-handed hitter Lay, lay one down every once in a while. That's, that's all I'm saying with that. Uh, I do want to get to the bottom of the Jose Siri or Siri pronunciation because I think uh, Dwayne Stats was saying Siri. Uh, I, I tried to do a quick Google search here, and I think I might have it. Let's see. Uh, Jose Siri. Uh, nombre es Jose Siri. I, I think it's just Did Siri. Okay, I, I thought that they spelled it with an accent on the on the second I. I'll, I'll have to double check. Okay, but if yeah. there's an hey, I, I would trust I. the judgment of uh, Dwayne Stats. Uh, he's been doing this long enough. I I, yeah. I couldn't find the uh, pronunciation on uh, the Rays website, but hey, that's from the the horse's mouth himself, Jose Siri. I love Dwayne. I love you know what? I love me some Dwayne. I think he's he's the best in the biz. But you know when you have sometimes. An Oriole series, check out how Dwayne says Anthony Santander, and he'll say yeah. it 17 different ways. So fair. Uh, More so for his own players, though, or players on the Rays. I feel like that's something he would not mess up or err on, if you will. But I could I don't know. I'm not I I I don't pay all that much attention to how Dwayne Stats pronounces guy's name. I just noted it during uh, one of the recent games that he was saying. Siri instead of Siri. 
Yeah, yeah, no, and and I think I'll, I'll make some research on it, but I do believe I saw Siri with an accent on the second eye, which would be Siri. But if there is no accent, then yes, it would be Siri. Yes. Uh, this this is the, the podcast, is you know, locked on pronunciation. That's uh, what we're so. going with this right is here. A new, this is a new podcast. Yeah. Um, locked on injuries as well, because uh, Kyle Snyder, how's he doing? Is he is he recovered? I, I didn't think it could get any more comical or or wild or unbelievable with the uh, injury crisis that the Rays are undergoing. But the fact that uh, Kyle Snyder, your pitching coach, uh, you know, hurts his calf meandering to the mound uh that just takes the cake i i assume he's okay now but crazy i mean maybe it was just a charlie horse i don't know maybe dehydration that could be a an issue too it's all it's happened to every single one of us right those, those suck they don't, they don't really happen when you're young they only happen when you start paying taxes and so that that sucks um so i hope kyle's calf is okay yeah, there we go. Uh, there might have to be some sort of uh, prop bet on Bet Online. Will there be over under twenty injured players on the Rays at one time? I think they're up to seventeen, or they've been up to seventeen so far this season. I think seventeen is 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 the magical number, and we don't want that number to get higher, uh, Kevin. Because if we did, who are we putting on 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 the roster anymore? This this has got to stop. And I urge every one of you to maybe. Uh, put put good vibes on on the race roster and 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 once you've done that then you can do some put some green skittles on betonline.net which is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs uh, find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds lines and games find reviews and news of every league including major league baseball nfl nba nhl combat sports esports and even golf they have it all Okay, BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, podcasts, they have you covered. So head online to uh, bet head today to BetOnline to use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline where the game starts. All right, the Tampa Bay Rays enjoy an off day before going to Milwaukee to face the Brewers, who are reeling since trading Josh Hader to the Padres. I believe they've lost six of seven since the Hader trade, including being swept by the Pirates and uh, losing games to the Cincinnati Reds. That's never a good thing. But regardless, despite all that, I mean, I guess the Rays are getting the Brewers at a good time but uh this still is a team that you absolutely do not want to take lightly especially on the road as uh, they're one of the best most powerful offenses in baseball we know uh, what they bring to the table as far as starting pitchers and guys who can rack up strikeouts left and right um the defense it's uh i think it's serviceable or it's it's good enough i mean this is a, a playoff caliber team i'll just leave it at that yeah, they certainly are. But I, I don't know if you also were scratching your head last week uh, when Hader was traded because I know I know I was. I, I I I didn't understand that. I know he's been a little bit rough on the edges uh, th- this last month or so. But I mean that, like I said last week, you know, you you talk about the 2015 Kansas City Royals. How did they do that? Well, that's by having a tremendous bullpen. I mean, didn't they have Herrera, Wade Davis, and I'm forgetting, uh, gosh, I'm forgetting the, the, uh, Holland. Yeah, 
So three, you know, horsemen right there at the end. Like you only need six innings now from your starters. Or if you're the Rays, you need an opener and a bulk. That's it. If you have three three guys like that, so the fact that they 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 traded Hater, uh, I don't understand that. I, in my in my eyes, they're weaker. I mean, one of the guys that they got back, Denilson Lamette, they already DFA'd. Yeah. So uh, I don't understand that trade. I mean, I, if you're the front off, if you're rooting for a front office instead of a baseball team, sure, clap it all, all you right. want. They saved money and whatever, uh, but. As a as a baseball fan, that uh, that did not make baseball fan sense. It might have made front office sense, but that's not the same. Yeah, I um, I mean, it's obviously huge news when a guy like Josh Hader is traded. I think the reason that you would not want to do that trade, among others, is the implications on the clubhouse and the players on how they're going to feel and. I mean, again, maybe just putting, I, I might just be making unfair comps or correlations here, but the fact that this team has been on a nosedive since that trade tells me a little something. Now, they did get Taylor Rogers in return, who, I mean, if you look at the numbers between him and Josh Hader, they're basically the same. Uh, and then the the Brewers are also very, very excited about the prospect hall they got in Robert Gasser and Estuary Ruiz, um, and it's the Padres. So you know that um, they're going to overpay for a big name. So we've seen that with the Rays of trading Blake Snell. We've seen that with others, uh, other deals that the Padres have made. So yeah, it it, it kind of is tough to stomach, and you and you scratch your head, but I get it. I understand it, and this is also a team that um, you've got. You've got Devin Williams, you've got Corbin Burns, and Eric Lauer, and Brandon Woodruff. Who those are your horses right there, starting pitchers? Yeah, you all, you nowadays you only need guys to go five or six innings, but those guys can go seven innings, seven and a third if you if you need them to. So um, I'm uh, I'm fine with the move, honestly. Uh, I, I'll just be curious to see how this team, um, if they can get off the schneid after what happened. Um, but if we're just looking at it from a front office perspective, like I, I totally understand it from that perspective. But you know, yeah, it is again, what it is. rooting for a front office, I think they they, they did the right thing for the front office. But <clears throat> when you say Rogers and Hater have similar numbers, they might on the Excel spreadsheet. But that dugout has a different feel of oh crap it's hater now haters warming up then rogers is warming up right right doesn't matter like that that just that's now we have to add the human component into the game because it ultimately is is played by humans and so that has to take into consideration like josh hater in all relievers has the most strikeouts per nine in the history of baseball so like yeah, this season he might have comparable numbers to Rodgers, but those guys in the other dugout would rather face Rodgers than, yeah. than Hayter. So now the Brewers have gotten worse, at least in that human component. So how can they get above that? Let's see. But Devin Williams, who was working on a 30-inning scoreless streak, uh, as soon as he was given the ball for the ninth inning, he blew a couple saves. Yeah. Um, no, it's. I think everything has to be taken into account with all that. And... Um, Maybe the Brewers know something about Josh Hader 
that nobody else knows. Maybe mm-hmm. they see, I mean, you look at the numbers, these are very uncharacteristic for Josh Hader and you trade yeah. him at the right time, a la the Rays trading Blake Snell at the right time. So mm-hmm. I think that's also something, I mean, it, it, it obviously just from a mentality uh, and a clubhouse sake, I mean, I'm just kind of talking in circles here, but I, I don't obviously has a huge, huge impact for in the end, uh, maybe not this year, but next year, the year after, the year after that, the Brewers absolutely will be better off. And this is the Brewers we're talking about. They're not, uh, a, they, they have to operate in a way that's similar to the Rays of, hey, you have uh, an eye on the present and an eye on the near future and, and the long-term future. So I totally they understand it. it from there. They said it on their, uh, did you see the, the, the communicado that they sent out for their fans? They basically said, we need, we're in a position where we need to have the possibility to take, I think the quote was, to take as many bites of the apple as possible yeah. to reach what we want, which is basically what Eric Neander is also saying in Tampa Bay. We need to be as re- re- relevant to get into the postseason year in and year out because you just need to get into the postseason. Then anything can happen. It doesn't matter if you're the last wild card, if you win the division. One's better than the other, obviously, yeah. but just get in there and then magic can happen. And also, we know this from watching baseball. And again, Josh Hader's a different case, but uh, bullpen arms are very fungible and there's a lot of changes that can happen from one year to the next. Look at Nick Anderson, for example. And they Look are. At Kimbrell, bro. Look yeah, at look Kimbrough. at so many others. Yeah, and he was the, at the top. Like, wasn't Kimbrel looked as like the hater of like you know ten years ago? Like, oh, this guy's untouchable. Like, yeah. he is so fierce, fearless. And right now, who's Kimbrel? Yeah, and that's exactly my point. And also at the trade deadline, that is when you can get the most haul for a high leverage bullpen arm because it, it's such a commodity at that point. But uh, again, the Rays have uh, one of those wacky two-game series mm-hmm. uh, versus a National League team in the Brewers. And uh, as I alluded to, just kind of mentioning some of their numbers here, uh, the Brew Crew, they are sixth in all of MLB and OPS. They are fourth in all of MLB and home runs. They are seventh in all of MLB and runs scored. 13th in MLB and Team ERA. 16th in MLB and WHIP third in MLB and strikeouts uh defense uh just don't really know where to go with that they are tied for ninth in defensive runs saved but they're 22nd in ounce above average but uh just kind of focusing on the offensive piece the offensive side of things for the Brewers I mean this kind of reminds me of I think it was the 2019 Blue Jays team where like they set a record with 11 or 12 guys with double digit home runs like this is where the brewers are getting to not only do they have willie adamas rowdy telez and hunter renfro that are basically already at 20 plus home runs but they've got a list of like eight other guys who very well could get double digit homers or already have double digit homers tyrone taylor Luis arias andrew mccutcheon keston hira victor caratini jace peterson colton wong and uh, I can't believe I'm having to go all the way down the list before I mention this guy's name, but Christian Yelich, who I don't know if he'll, you know, th- talk about um, 
Wow. Drop just, off. Again, we, we talked about this the last time that the Rays faced the Brewers, but man, I don't know if Christian Yelich ever makes an all-star appearance again, but uh, Christian Yelich isn't a guy that gets talked about anymore. I mean, he's he looks just like a his numbers basically look like every other guy that I just mentioned outside of Telez, Adamas, and Renfro. It's, I mean, it happens. It happens. Sometimes guys have blips of like three years of superstardom, and 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 that's cool because you know what? If you have that at the right time, uh, you could win an MVP. You could win a Cy Young. You could sign a eight year extension for two hundred and twenty five million dollars. Like, it's it's all dependent on when you go hot. And and he got hot at the right time. He got paid and. Hopefully, I think it would be really good for baseball to see a Yelich to come back to his 2018 form, 2019. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a it's a bit honestly, I'll say it like I don't care that the Rays are playing the Brewers. Like it's sad that Christian Yelich is not the same guy. Yeah, I, I, I want him to be the Christian Yelich from from the Marlins and and, and to to dominate. Yeah. There are a lot of former Rays on the Brewers as well that uh, you may recognize. I mentioned, of course, Willie Adamas, Colton Wong, Hunter Renfro, but there's also somebody named Brad Boxberger, somebody named Jake McGee, somebody named Mike Brasso, who's actually done really well in his limited action with the Brewers, really kind of found a niche for himself, and uh, Holby Milner as well. So in this two-game series, how do you see the Rays shaking out? They win one, they win both. They, they win none. I think they they, they they'll win one. Uh, yeah. But it, it, boy, uh, you you're having to meet the Brewers at the perfect time for a little two game sweep, and, right? And get 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 the 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 mood up in in the clubhouse. You won three to four. You get this road trip in a really good mood if if you win at two out of of two. So hopefully that's what happens. And, you know, it's a small ballpark. So maybe that we can see a little bit of fireworks from a little bit of Jiman Choi from Randy Rosarena. Maybe we see a, a, a big blast from David Peralta, his first with the race. Like mm-hmm. hopefully those are things that we can look forward to. Uh, maybe a, a home run saving grab by Jose Siri or Siri, however it is pronounced. Um, and, 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 and it's a good series for, for the race. Now, I do want to uh, give a shout out to people who have been subscribing to the YouTube channel. We are over the 421 subscriber count. So thank you all so much. It means so, so, so much for us to to have you guys subscribe. So it, it's free and we don't annoy you. There's no notifications. So you can just subscribe and you would be helping us out. So thank you so much for doing that. And we have a couple mailbag episodes this week, don't we, Kevin? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We didn't really do a mailbag episode last week. So we wanted to try to make up for that this week. So stay tuned for all of that fun. In the meantime, thank you again for making Locked on Rays your very first listen every day now. Make your second listen the Locked on MLB Prospects podcast that is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you tomorrow.